Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. And in this episode, I'm joined by CDS Senior Vice President of Industry Engagement, Giles Sutton, a guy whose role in the industry is basically meant to be the exact opposite of social distancing. <laughs> when times are normal, it's quite common to see Facebook updates from Giles showing very long lines on a map from origin to destination and back. Mr. Sutton, how are you managing these days staying off of cross-country and transatlantic flights and locking down at home, where I believe is Los Angeles these days, correct? That's right. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks so much for the introduction. Um, thrilled, thrilled to be here. And uh, thanks so much uh, for your for your interest in in um, some of our initiatives at the moment. You know, uh, actually, you're right. It is. It has been for like for many a bit of an adjustment. I mean, I, as you alluded to, I, I mean, I've been used to. Um, I guess you could say a hybrid uh, work approach, working in the office. Um, in Indianapolis, as well as uh, working from home and also traveling a lot. So I guess um, I, it's not been such a difficult transition for me, other than obviously the, the, um, the, the, the stay-at-home order that's obviously uh, been, uh, been in place here in California for some time. We, and, and everything in California seems to have happened a, a, a bit quicker than other uh, places in the U.S. and other countries as well. But, uh, but other than um, a lot of very, very early morning calls at 5 a.m., it is, it is, it's not been that much of a challenge. Um, but it's been interesting to see how, how integrators have, uh, have coped in, in this local market in L.A. And, you know, I just, just myself seeing that the work is continuing. I'm looking at a building site across the street right now, and there are people working on it. So that is encouraging as well. Um, but, yeah, I, it, for myself, it's been it's, – it's, yeah, it's been – as good as I could hope. And I think a lot of manufacturers have found that as well. And what part of town uh, are, are you in there in Los Angeles? So I'm in Hollywood, actually, pretty central. Okay, yeah, sure. In the thick of it. I think actually one of the highest areas for, for COVID, actually. So that is a little Ooh. alarming, I would say. Yeah. But uh, in particular, the neighborhood I'm in. But um, yeah, I thankfully, I've managed to uh, avoid any of that. Are you in, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit familiar with Hollywood. I spent a summer there, um, an internship in college, and I, uh, I got to, you know, actually work in that area. But uh, are you in a, a walkable community where you get out and see people or how, how secluded do you feel right now? Absolutely. And that was one of the, the reasons that I chose this neighborhood, really. Obviously, coming from London, um, which is very walkable, um, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to be really in an area where I could walk around. I also chose the area, actually, to be honest, you know, part of my role is also uh, outreach to de designers and architects as well. So, you know, there's a lot of design practices in this area. So that was another reason why it made sense to be here, as well as it obviously being our... Um, uh, California as a whole being our largest membership region um, in the US. So, uh, and I don't think Cedars ever really had someone uh, planted in California. So that, as you say, the original plan was was more engagement, but uh, yeah, things are a little bit different at the moment. Yeah. So are you getting on, uh, you said the early morning calls, are you, uh, are you talking to headquarters? Or are you getting on calls with uh, membership and trying to, to stay in that, that role in engage, engagement? 
Absolutely. So I have regular calls with um, with manufacturer members all the time. Um, so that happens every week. The, the, a lot of calls with um, with my team and, and obviously uh, HQ as we've been, uh, particularly in the last couple of weeks where there's been a lot of activity. Um, uh, we've we've had you know there's been almost back to back calls in, in in organizing the CDS Strong campaign. So yeah, there's there's um, it's a mix really, but generally because we're always dealing with the East Coast or with Europe, they tend to start very early in the morning. So most of my days definitely start around six or or sometimes even earlier. Sure, I mean it, it, it's a global association for sure, and that's one of the great things about your your position, you being in that role, is that you have that global connection automatically being from London. So yeah, you're you're talking everywhere. Um, so it's uh, it, it's there's no uh, sleeping in when you're on the West Coast in the U.S. Is there? There is not. No, there is a time when the East Coast it sort of slows down um, in the afternoon. So you do tend to have a bit of your evenings back, which is quite nice here. Um, but yeah, certainly you you can't be afraid of the early mornings here. It's handy as well for obviously coordinating with um, our Australian um, the Australian market as well. With them, as you said, we are a global association. We have members there. Uh, it's more challenging from the East Coast, um, so it's 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 good from from that perspective as well. Well, I want to talk about the CDA initiatives, but uh, one of the things we we were just chatting about before we uh, went live here was that uh, the last time I saw you in person was at the ProSource Summit, uh, the buying group meeting in Las Vegas, and it was really just on the cusp of the coronavirus um, quarantine. Um, I think. The decision could have been made to, to keep us all at home, but they really, they just kind of, not to, no pun intended with Vegas, but they rolled the dice on the timing. And I think right at the end, we were kind of thinking, we shouldn't be here. We ought to get home and get safe. And then a lot of cancellations began and it seemed like the obvious thing to do. But in hindsight, that was easier you know, said than done. Um, I know that Cedia jumped right on that as as well um, soon after with uh, the, the, the different um, regional events. Um, I know that you're probably in conversations about virtual opportunities, but before maybe diving into what kind of concepts we might be seeing in the future, what about uh, some of the, the the free initiatives that are there for the membership uh, in terms of training? Um, and then what, what's CDS Strong all about? So you're absolutely right. I think it's 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 amazing, isn't it? If you think back, you know, a month what what a difference a month makes. You know, a month ago, uh, this weekend just gone by uh, was, was the ProSource um, Summit in Las Vegas, and you know, I recall going to the airport, and it was really just when nerves were starting to set in. Events were starting to be cancelled. I think we'd cancelled or at least rescheduled a couple. Um, and uh, you're right. Since then, really, it's just been. Um, Every day we've seen you know more and more uh, restrictions and and things uh, coming in and it's it's yeah it, it's 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 crazy to think where we are right now. Um, we you know we we I feel acted very fast in terms of um, uh, changing the, the the timeline on our events, um, pushing them back, um, and also in terms of what we 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 immediately um, came together as a team, a management team, and actually put together a whole roadmap for resources that we felt would be um, a, a benefit to our to members. And because everything was was changing really on a daily basis, and also it was very different across the world and even regionally, as we've seen within the US, some stay at home orders have only really come into place, I think last week even, you know. Um, so um, we wanted to make sure that it was content um, 
that, that could be sort of widely uh, of use, um, not just something that was maybe specific to certain uh, areas. So, you know, we, we immediately doubled the number of podcasts and we, did, we decided to, 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 to do two webinars a week. Um, and we, we developed a, a COVID resource, resource center as well, as well, straight from the get-go. So um, we're very quick to do that and really trying to um, am amalgamate all of these different um, sources of information that we were getting. But it really was being updated um, all the time, you know, even on an hourly basis at one point. And the webinars have been like hugely successful. I mean, if any, I know, uh, Jeremy, you've, you've attended a few, you know, we've seen hundreds of people attending these and um, that's been really, really encouraging. And we've tried to keep them in a range of different subjects, you know, survival um, tactics and um, different strategies that integrators can um, apply at this time. And also reflecting back and obviously 2008, it's easy to draw a parallel um, with uh, certainly um, uh, lack of uh, business, lack of sales is, is, is a way we can probably draw a parallel. There's a lot of elements to COVID that are very different, of course, in terms of actually being able to operate. But, um, but I think um, we, we've done everything we can along with the CDS Strong campaign to really show um, that we're there for the industry um, and really trying to, um, to, to expand on that, that sense of community that has really run, th run through this industry from day one and run through the association since, since it began. You know, um, I, I, new, newcomers into this industry, and you know, CEDIA has an, has an interesting kind of diverse group of um, employees uh, from, from different backgrounds, and you know, especially as we expanded our education team. Um, the interesting thing I think a lot of people have, have noticed is, is that community, is that bond, is that, and it's, and you can see it everywhere, not just in person events, but online and in, in blog, you know, in, um, in group chats and things and forums and things like that. We're an industry that loves sharing, uh, all the time. So at times like this, I, I really, I think it's, it's a fun, it's fantastic to see how everyone rallies around, rallies around each other. Um, and, 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 and shares their experience. And I think we, we really wanted to be at the center of all of that. And that's really what, how CDS Strong came about. That's great, uh, good to hear. I, I wanna continue that conversation, but before we uh, go on with uh, CDS Giles Sutton, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Residential Tech Talks. If you haven't already, be sure to check out our previous episodes. Real quick, this episode is sponsored by Dish, the best in-home viewing experience for your budget. Dish has been ranked number one in customer satisfaction by JD Power for the second year in a row. Visit www.dish.com for more. Welcome back. We're talking with CDS Giles Sutton. Uh, Giles, as you talk to the membership in these social engagement moments, um, you know, virtual moments, um, even you know, Zoom calls if you are doing those. Can you summarize a little bit about what you're hearing? I know regionally things change by the day, as you were saying. Um, is there any kind of common thread uh, about you know the types of work our uh, membership out there is doing? Are they continuing to see projects underway? Or are they mostly just doing service right now because of limitations to 
getting in homes and even businesses? It is a real mix. You're, it, it, we do have a diverse membership, as you, as, you, as you rightly pointed out. We have membership members, you know, integrators uh, around the world, and we also have manufacturers as well. So um, certainly on the integrator side, it, it, there are def- definitely differences. Um, if we look at, uh, for example, uh, what's happening in the UK, um, a lot of uh, integrators I've seen, it's made more financial sense to actually furlough, uh, furlough staff and actually uh, suspend you know, a, a large part of operations because there is the government-backed furlough scheme. Elsewhere, you know, I've seen that integrators have, um, uh, have attempted to, to carry on some level of business. Um, uh, particularly if there are projects that are uh, that are currently on site. So, I mean, if there are projects that are uh, in the sort of pre the, the pre wire sort of stage, um, then you know, like I said, there's a project um, over the road from me. Um, I can see that there are builders on site, and there are other projects in in the local area where there are there are people working on site. So, but I think clearly this is not a time where people want um, work to be carried out in their homes. For, for obvious health reasons. Um, there's definitely still a need for service. I mean, just like me, I've, I've actually, you know, I, I've used um, someone to come in and repair my, my water heater. You know, we are still in, a, there's still the need. We, we're in an essential service when it comes to, um, to homeowners. Um, we, we provide networking and, you know, and, the, and when so many people are now working from home, um, it's essential that all of those networks stay um, up and running at all times. So there are still opportunities, but I think the sense I'm getting is that sales are certainly very slow right now. Work is carrying on on site where possible, um, but a lot of in- integrators are looking at um, any kind of ju- government subsidies or grants or loans that they can get at this point to try and help them through this, what is, what is it, clearly a very, very difficult period. Um, because of the restrictions in actually being able to carry out work, which uh, is so different to what we saw in 2008. You know, from a manufacturer perspective, um, definitely, uh, you know, the the conversations I'm having with a lot of, you know, very high profile manufacturers is that um, people are still optimistic about coming out of this. Um, Obviously seeing that this is, there are a lot of, um, cutbacks in terms of expenditure right now, for sure. But um, a lot of manufacturers uh, reflect back on 2008. You know, we've had also an incredible period here in the US of growth. Let's not forget, you know, um, over the past few years, the industry has had a boom since, you know, you know things, are, things have been pretty good. Um, so a lot of manufacturers, um, you you would um, hope are in a, a, a sort of a strong sort of financial you know situation and, and have made sort of the fiscal um, uh, procedures to ensure that they can sort of survive a period like this. But um, but everyone is clearly concerned about how long this is going to last and how 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 quickly we can come out of this. Um, but I do also try and reflect back to my time as an integrator, and you know I had some you know the time coming out of a recession. Is, is always such an adrenaline rush because when it comes back and the projects start coming in, you know, that, that's, it's, that's what you need to really focus on is that this is not going to go on forever. We're going we're gonna to be back. People still need technology. They need technology. Um, so, and we can't stop innovation around, that, around technology. So um, we just have to, that's, that's really the light in the, at the end of the tunnel, I'd say.
Yeah, the key words that I remember um, picking up when we did the AV uh, summit uh, last week, the virtual summit that AV Nation put on, uh, were pent up demand. And I think that that's something that didn't exist after the recession. Um, you know, the problem will be just the folks who have been maybe affected as a business owner themselves, clients who are business owners, and that's a lot of who our clients are in this industry, you know, whether they are just scrambling to kind of get their businesses back on track before they start investing in their homes again and other projects. So, you know, it's just a big question mark of when that's going to be and how far out it is and what the damage is to the economy at that point. But, but obviously, yes, you're right. This is a, a business that is the right technology is the right place to be. Um, for a business to pick back up pretty quickly, especially as we've all seen what our homes are lacking. Um, I, I, I'm fortunate to have a pretty good setup, but even now, you know, I've not been a podcaster for, for very long and, and now I, I want a better setup for my podcast, you know? Um, so that's something. And, and, and even with my network, we had a network outage here um, in, in our, uh, I'm in Carmel uh, outside of Indianapolis. And, there was a huge AT&T outage last week and I have everything bundled in my cell and phone and network. Everything is, is AT&T. And I just said right then, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to get the, the fiber, the new fiber company that's come in here that I was reluctant to go with just to have a separate service. Cause my next door neighbors had no network outage um, and their cell phones, I think were out, but my wife would not let me have technicians in the house, no matter what I told her about their safety procedures. So that's on hold. Um, so I understand, you know, the the challenges with clients for sure. Um, you're, abs- you know. you're absolutely right. I think that that the the notion of pent up demand and you know the focus on the home that is that is happening right now. Um, you know, it's early to, it's it's early to speculate, but you know, you've you've given a great example and another example. An example I would give is you know I. I, I moved to LA uh, just before all this happened, right before it happened, and um, I didn't manage to get motorized shades put into um, into the bedroom. You know, now is not the time that I'm going to do that. But that project, in inverted commas, is still a project that needs to happen, right? And actually, if anything, being in the house this much, this this much, it's made me realize how necessary that is. So you would hope that when things do come back, even though you know budgets may be revised it may you know i may not be looking at the most lavish motorized blind fabric you know <laughs> but um um not that i may have been anyway but because the point i'm making is maybe people will be fine-tuning budgets a little bit but the need ultimately will hopefully still be there um when we when we come out of this and um yeah that's something i really hope we'll, we we look forward to soon Absolutely. Well, I, I, I'd like to end it on that note because it's a positive one and it's easy to get back into the negative stuff if you talk too long these days. So um, I really appreciate your time, Giles, and uh, I'll let you get back to your, your engagement with the industry. We appreciate what you do. And, uh, and it was it was a great talking to you. Um, anyone wants to reach out to you or has interest in um, becoming a CDM member who's not already a member, um, what would your uh, directions be for, for guiding them through? Well, I'm always um, open to anyone uh, reaching out to me if they have any particular questions or concerns or even suggestions if people think there's things that we could be doing right now. So please do, you can reach out to me personally at gsutton, S-U-T-T-O-N at cedia.org. 
or if just interested in joining Cedia, just join, uh, email member at cedia.org. So, um, but thank you very much, Jeremy. It's been a pleasure to be on here today. Very good. Great talking to you, Giles. Talk thanks. to you later. We really appreciate it. And thanks everyone for joining us today on Residential Tech Talks. Have a good, great day. Residential Tech Talks, Lighting Specialist, Art Residential Tech Talks,